0: Hey there, do you enjoy two friends ranting about things they love? Well do I have a podcast for you. Topical Rants is a podcast about two guys who rant about anime, pop culture, or whatever else pop up in their minds. Topical Rants, found everywhere you get your podcasts. Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a AM member FDIC. One more thing to go over before we start the episode. We have a Discord. So, if you would like to discuss with us about the backrooms or send funny memes, consider joining. We hope to see you there. Now let's get into the episode. everyone, and welcome back to the Traveler's Guide to the Backrooms. Where we try to go over and explain the lore of the many levels and entities within. My name is Sharp A3, an MEG AI Processing System, and today we'll be going over the Infinite Land of Suburbia within the Backrooms. So, I hope you've been cleared by the HOA, because we're no clipping our way into Level 9. Basic Descriptions Level 9 is the 10th level within the Backrooms. With a survival difficulty class of five, that being, unsafe, unsecured and with a moderate to high entity count, it can be seen as a pretty difficult level to traverse The level consists of a suburban neighborhood that spans infinitely in all directions The timescape of the level seems to be set to perpetual night, adding to the unease of the level Sometimes with these two factors, along with the stress of the back rooms on wanderers, some will believe that they have made it back to the front rooms do not be tricked by the familiarity of the level to your original baseline reality. You're still in the back rooms and very much in danger. There is much to get into with this level, so let's hop into it. Appearances Level 9 takes the appearance of an abandoned middle-class suburban neighborhood, captured in permanent darkness. Due to the day cycle being stuck at night, you should have a light source with you if you plan on coming to this level. Though there are street lights along the roads of the level, most are not lit, leaving most of the level in complete darkness Investigating the houses, you'll notice that, the make and model of the houses, along with some of their interior designs as well, will be identical From lawn design right down to the house plants inside You'll also see that the houses look freshly built and everything inside seems to be new as well Making them great for scavengers looking for some decent items and materials These houses also make great bases or hideouts being easy to fortify if you have the material and manpower to do so. Going through most of the houses, you'll notice that none of them has power sent to them. It's noted that with the technical know-how, wanderers can use bottled lightning to provide power to them. It should be stated not to do this unless the house is already fortified from entities. This is due to the lights attracting them, so be careful if you decide to go this route. It's been stated by wanderers, that if you go far enough into level 9, you'll start to find glitched houses that seem to clip into other houses Quite a sight While within level 9, the environment will constantly look as if it has had rain recently Yet no rain has been recorded happening within the level by investigations The puddles are tested positive as being normal rainwater and are safe to drink Remember to boil the water first before drinking it, if you can The roads of the level are seen as being of good make but are unpainted in most areas Some parts of the roads are covered with leaves, with some cases being an inch in height. This sometimes happens even when no trees are around, making the event quite mysterious. It's best to avoid these areas when you can. Stone pathways are normally found throughout the level and are known to be safe to travel on. Following some of these pathways long enough can lead you to a whole other level entirely, if not paying attention. As you travel through level nine, you will come across small fields accompanying trees and bushes. Some of the stone pathways will stretch into them. Due to the entity infestation of this level, traveling through these areas is unadvised if not fully prepared for confrontation. And if prepared, great caution must still be used while traversing. Anywhere within level nine, a dense fog can appear and completely engulf a large area of the level. It's stated to avoid the areas where the fog resides. It's known to be quite cold in these areas, reaching below zero degrees Celsius throughout, within these areas a certain entity native to level 9. We'll discuss more about that entity in a bit, but just know, it's not friendly to wanderers. If you were unable to level the area before the fog set in, stay quiet and alert. Gather your bearings and slowly make your way out of the area of effect as quickly and quietly as you can. Avoiding any combat is advised. Scavenge and Supplies As far as scavenging goes, there's a lot that can be found of good use within level 9. We'll start with the most obvious, the houses. Most of the houses of this level are fully furnished with things like couches, tables, TVs, and other household appliances. Along with those, the components of the house itself can be scavenged for later use. Especially electrical components. Care packs can also be found throughout the level, but wanderers are advised to be cautious when approaching them. Some entities are known to hide and wait near some care packs, in order to ambush those who try to take them. If you're able to get a hold of a care pack, the kit could contain many basic first-aid items along with simple weaponry such as a knife or a small pistol. Great items for those who find themselves within this level. Outside of what has been discussed, there's not much else to scavenge from here, but that is not to say what could be gathered here isn't of great importance. Especially for those looking to build a base or fortify one. Entities As stated earlier, Level 9 is known for being infested with many types of entities. With it being large, dark, and maze-like, with its identical buildings, this level is perfect for thriving entities. Before we get into the list, I'm going to name some entities that can be found here that we already went into full coverage on. Those being the Death Moths, Smilers, Hounds, Our Lord Jerry, and the Skin Stealers. If you would like to know more about these entities, go check out our bestiary episode. Now let's get into the list. First are the wretches, a zombie-like entity that was once a normal wanderer. These wanderers contracted a virus-like illness from a wretch that slowly turns them into one as well, but it's stated to be reversible if prevented fast enough. The best way to survive an encounter with one is to recognize its guttural cries for help and keep your distance. They're also known to be quite strong, so close combat is unadvised, Next are the transporters, or grabbers by some. These dark humanoids are mysterious floating entities with no legs, with that area of their bodies being obscured by smoke and haze. They appear normal in T intersections or dark hallways. It's advised to run in the opposite direction once one is noticed. If spotted, it will attempt to chase you. If it makes contact with you, it will either kill you upon touch, send you into the void, or even transport you to a random level so it's best to avoid these entities whenever possible. Death rats are an entity we slightly went over in an earlier episode, but like the death moth, they're much larger, hairless versions of their front rooms counterparts. Like front rooms rats, they're pretty harmless when left alone, but are known to swarm with threatened. So keeping your distance from them will be the best way to deal with them, the next entity will likely be the most helpful entity you'll run into will in the level. Warning kites are kite-like entities that, Well, warn wanderers of impending danger. Though the surroundings of level 9 are relatively dark throughout, due to the outlandish look these entities can take, spotting one shouldn't be too hard. When spotted you should take note of where they're heading and how many there are. The quantity of the entity will correlate with the danger level of whatever event is occurring near. With that, it's advised to follow whatever direction they're heading due to these entities always traveling away from dangerous areas. Using them as an alarm system of sorts will greatly heighten your chances of survival. They do not attack wanderers, so they're completely safe to interact with. Arachnids are another entity that can be encountered on this level. We went into greater detail on them in level 8, but they are known to wander into this level from time to time. These spider entities should be avoided whenever possible due to their poisonous bites. Insanities, former wanderers who lost all grips to reality, wander the level as well. These entities will almost always be hostile to wanderers, but luckily they can be taken down pretty easily. Do be careful, they are known to carry melee weapons, so taking them down with range would be your best bet. Now getting into level 9 native entities, the neighborhood watch or watchers are next on the list. These entities take the appearance of giant bloodshot human eyeballs. There are three variants for this entity. First, the standard floating watchers, float around the level with a glowing eye-beam gaze. If it catches a glimpse of a wanderer, they will turn to dust in moments. A very bad fate. The next variant are the Striders. Watchers with six legs stretching about eight feet in length, all seemingly made from the eye nerves. With these weird nerve legs, they're able to run up to 90 miles per hour in some cases. Luckily their sight isn't as great as the standard watchers, so evading them shouldn't be too hard. If you're good at stealthing of course. The last variant, the Swimmers, are the smallest of the group. Normally found in places that hold water, such as ponds, pools, or tubs, they have ten nerve outlets arranged much like an octopus. It's also stated to be extremely squishy and flexible, which makes it capable to squeeze through pipes of varying sizes. This allows them to travel through the pipes, making traversing the level without being seen quite easy for them. All variants of the watcher are extremely hardy, being compared to being as hard as iron by some wanderers. This combined with their Deadly eye rays makes melee combat almost impossible. You should try to avoid them whenever possible, but if you must, taking it out with ranged weapons from a fortified position is the best bet to deal with them. The last entity we'll be going over is the Mangled. This 30 to 50-foot entity only appears within the level when the fog is at its heaviest. This entity takes the appearance of a very large humanoid head with spider-like appendages coming from it. Its eyes are pitch black, with the ability to manipulate the size of its body mass at will. These entities are known to be extremely hostile when spotting a wanderer, climbing over houses and trees to catch its prey. Even though clipping through structures by some wanderers' accounts. They also can release distorted white noise that causes wanderers to lose random memories, while simultaneously implanting false memories in their place. Luckily, almond water can be used to negate these effects, so be sure to have some on hand if you hear sharp wind-like sounds in the fog. If you encounter a mangled, try to stay as quiet as possible. Fighting it is out of the question unless you have heavy weaponry on hand. Which most wanderers won't. Stealth is the only option to evade its wrath, due to its poor eyesight. If spotted, try to find a hiding spot out of its reach. Outrunning it isn't an option, as it's known to be unnaturally fast for its size. But most importantly, to avoid an encounter, try to stay out of the fog whenever possible. They will only spawn within the fog, so if you avoid the fog, you'll avoid the mangled. Settlements and outposts. Though there are many small settlements and outposts spread throughout the level, none of the larger groups of the backrooms have made any major outpost within level 9. Though the level is quite dangerous, with enough manpower, a large settlement is more than possible to maintain here. With many strong buildings and land to farm level 9 would be a great place to establish a home base Ins and outs There are many ways in and out of level 9 to go over, so let's jump right to it To start us off, the main way wanderers use to get into level 9 is by no clipping through the ground of level 8 You can also crawl through a sewer grate within level 34 brings you here Going though the corresponding door within both level 92, level 54, Or the hug will lead you to level 9 Going through the revolving door within level 40 will also bring you to level 9 Continuing through the backyard area of level 104 will bring you to level 9 While climbing into a yellow arcade cabinet in level 25 should also bring you to level 9 Entering an animated house within level 94 has a small chance of sending you to level 9 While very risky, breaking and entering a window within level 87 can also bring you to level 9 now to the many ways wanderers can exit the level. As stated earlier, if you follow the pathways long enough, you'll find your way into level 9.1. While if you stray off the paths and continue through the fields, you'll make your way into level 10. Following the arrowed street signs for about 100 to 200 miles will lead you to level 11. If you no clip into the streets, there is a small chance of being transported into level 60. Entering any of the house also has a small chances of transporting you into level 53. If you follow the arrowed signs to get to level 11, you'll have a small chance of encountering an airport. Entering it will bring you to level 36, while no clipping into it will send you to one of the earlier negative levels. If you follow any of the many power lines of level 9 can lead you to level 113, after an unknown distance traveled. Coming across one of the many playgrounds in level 9, and crawling into the play tubes within can have you transported into one of level 283's tubes. Closing words So, that was level 9, the infinite suburbia A tough, but great choice if you're looking for a place to establish a settlement of your own What do you think about level 9? Do you think the pros outweigh the cons of settling down here? Tells us what you think Now that we're done with most of the introductory information on the backrooms, we can start diving into the more interesting subjects within this liminal landscape So if there's anything you guys would like us to go over, feel free to let us know That'll be all from us today, we hope to see you in the next episode. So until next time, have a wonderful day and be safe out there. I would like to say a very special thank you to our patrons, Rickdiculous, Izzy Klein, Caleb Hills, Suffer the Cast Iron Crow, Nathan Gear, and Velmec Zorro. Thank you all for going that extra step to support us and what we do. It's greatly appreciated. If you would also like to get your name shouted out at the end of the episode, get access to episodes earlier, and other perks, go become a patron on our Patreon. Where you can do, well those things and more.